podcast about laundry, right? Super exciting. But I was asked about laundry, about like different detergents and why do you sort clothes and why, what do softener you do? How do you pre-treat stains and all that good stuff? So let's talk about laundry. Why do you sort laundry? So sorting is recommended because colors sometimes can bleed into each other. So that's how you end up with your whitey tidies turning into pink tidies instead because your red shirt got tossed in there type of thing. So whites are usually the ones that you really want to make sure get separated. Whites are clothes that are white. I know you're like rolling your eyes at me right now, but I will tell you that my own mother, her whites are bras and underwear, but her bras and underwear are no longer white because she buys different colored ones, which makes sense because who wants just plain boring white underwears and bras? TMI, sorry, mom. But whites are clothes that are white. So for me personally, that's usually my socks. I have some white t-shirts. I do not own white pants, but my husband owns a ton of white t-shirts, his socks, that kind of thing. Those are whites. They are white clothes or mostly white. Okay. The reason why you want to separate those out is because hot water is what you want to try to use on your white clothes. But hot water is also harmful to clothes in a way. So like hot water will often make your colors bleed more, but hot water also helps activate your detergent better and activate the the enzymes in there. And so it gets your whites whiter, if that makes any sense. So you want to separate your whites for sure, because you want to wash them warmer than you wash your colors because warm water will make your colors fade and bleed into your other colors, but your whites, you want to keep them cleaner. So you need that warm water. Um, why does hot water work better? It tends to help activate enzymes inside of your detergents. So most detergents use an enzyme that helps break down usually protein stains. I know I'm a science teacher, deal with it. So you wanna make sure that those enzymes are activated in the water and so that way they can do their job and break things down. Now, I say hot water, it doesn't mean horribly hot, okay? There is a temperature set and you have to make sure that you're like, my house, our water heater is set too hot, that if I wash clothes on hot, it's actually like almost boiling them. Not good. We don't use hot. Learned the hard way. But you want to separate them because of the water temperature. Washing whites in warm to hot water is better, but washing colors, you want to wash them on cold to help keep them brighter longer. There are labels. So if you find on your tag or I know on girls' clothes, like shirts and dresses and stuff, it's usually along the left seam. It always itches me. It's crazy. Um, it will tell you the water temperature, the dryer temperature, whether or not to hand wash the clothes, whether it's dry clean only. It'll often say like wash with light colors or something of that sort. And then there's these little symbols. There's like little triangles with dots and stuff like that. And those all mean something. I will try to find an image and share it with you on your on my blog about this laundry p- podcast, but those symbols do mean things and they help you understand what you need to do with those clothes. So even if you buy a shirt from somewhere else and it's in a different language, they usually still have those symbols and they should be the same symbols as we have here in the United States. So they help you understand how to wash your clothes best. Different materials can also not handle different temperatures. So especially in the dryer, you don't want to send something super silky into a super hot dryer because it usually will melt just so you know. Um, Acrylic is a type of yarn. Usually we find it in a bunch of sweaters and acrylic is actually a form of plastic. That plastic is going to melt at high temperatures. So you don't want to put it through the dryer and things of that sort. 
detergents, too much detergent is actually a bad thing. I know sometimes, even myself in the past, I've looked at my clothes and said, hey, they're not getting very clean. I need to add more soap. That is not the case. Less is generally more, especially if you have a high efficiency machine. If it says HE on it, less is more. That HE detergent is specially designed for those machines and it uses less water, so there's less soap. It's more concentrated soap. But make sure you're not using too much detergent. If you're not sure, whenever you're done washing and you open the washer or you happen to glance in the front load washer and you see suds, you are using way too much soap. Your laundry should not actually sud. Like you shouldn't get bubbles in there. I know it sounds counterintuitive, but it's true. Those bubbles are actually counterproductive. You want less bubbles, so that way your soap is doing the work, not making bubbles, if that makes sense. Whitening detergents like Tide, you have to be careful if you have sensitive skin. I feel like Tide is like the number one thing that people have skin sensitivities to because the way that Tide makes your whites whiter is they actually leave molecules behind on your clothes. And it's really fascinating. The physics teacher in me is gonna geek out here for a second. So it actually changes how your clothes reflect light. It shifts it more towards the blue end of the light spectrum versus the yellow or red end of the spectrum. Whenever you see something that is white, but a hint of blue, your brain perceives it as a brighter white color. So by leaving molecules behind that tend to reflect slightly more blue hues, it will make your whites look whiter. It's not actually necessarily always cleaner because there are there is a residue essentially stuck to your clothes that's making it reflect differently. This is also why Tide is amazing for blacklight parties. If you have any clothes that are white or have, um, gosh, any clothes really, because those molecules get left behind and they like to reflect closer to that blue end of the spectrum, which is near ultraviolet also. And that ultraviolet light, which is your black lights are at the edge of like purple and ultraviolet, it, re it reflects that way better. So Tide is like the way to go if you're going to a blacklight party. But if you have really sensitive skin, maybe not because it's actually leaving molecules behind. Just so you know, that's how whiter, whitening detergents kind of work. Um, otherwise it's gonna have those enzymes in it like I mentioned before and then you wanna use warm water, that kind of thing. Now there are detergents that advertise washing and cold to save energy and efficiency and all that good stuff. They are getting better about putting enzymes that can function at colder temperatures but you don't really wanna wash your clothes in ice cold water if you can avoid it. When you add detergent to your machine, you need to make sure that you understand where you need to add the detergent. So I have a front loader at home. I have a little drawer that slides out that you put the soap in. I've used a top loader before where you put it in a little drawer in the back, like you lift the lid and right in front of your face in the back there slides out a little drawer and that's where you put the detergent. Um, in old school machines that I grew up with, with the agitator and stuff in the middle, you just dumped it right into the machine. If you have those, you wanna make sure that you add water, add some soap, so you dilute the soap, so that way the soap's not sticking straight to the, dock, the garment that it gets stuck to. You want it to be distributed in the water a little bit, then add your clothes. Now, the fancy top loader that I had and the front, front loader that I have, you have to have clothes in there for it to sense the load and all that stuff. That's why they have the fancy dispensers, and then you also wanna make sure that you don't you don't wanna put too much soap in there. That's where like watching how much you need works out in your favor. 
you wanna make sure that you don't put too much soap in with your clothes because like I said before, it can be hard to get rinsed out and you don't, like not rinsing your detergent out all the way can actually make dirt stick to it more. Kind of like if you didn't wash your hands off after using soap and they kind of have that gummy sticky feel, you think of that on a, like a microscopic level. That's what happens if you have too much soap. Then we have stain removers. Stain removers are generally used to pre-treat a stain. So you get a stain on your shirt, you spill something, you wanna treat it right away. Generally stain removers have different purposes and different uses. It has to do with the chemical makeup and the chemical bonds in the different things. I know, you never thought you would ever use chemistry in real life, but here it is, chemistry in real life. So the enzymes that I mentioned earlier that are often in detergents are usually used on protein stains because enzymes in your body help to break things apart and all that goodness. Same thing within your laundry detergent, they help break down the proteins. Grass has chlorophyll in it. You wanna make sure, like the grass stain, you wanna make sure you find something that counteracts chlorophyll. And then there is bleach. So bleach is just a chemical that is just harsh on everything. It's technically really harsh on your skin. If you get straight bleach on you, wash your hands immediately with a lot of water. Do not get it in your eyes. If you ever read the back of a bleach bottle with their warnings, it's kind of dangerous. If you really want to like read up more about bleach, look at Google the MSDS sheet, it, the material safety data and handling or something like that. It has to deal with like chemicals. Look up what they recommend for like contact with bleach. They recommend like a respirator, gloves, full-on body hazmat suit, that kind of thing to handle bleach, which is crazy that we use it in our laundry. But anyways, bleach is just like hardcore goes in and breaks things down. So it works really great at breaking down stains and the stuff that has created the stain. But on the flip side, it's also breaking down your fabrics. So that's why there's a lot of fabrics that say don't use bleach on them because it's really harsh on the fabric. Not only that, but it will break them down over time. If you've ever accidentally splashed bleach on your clothes and you kind of get like that one little bleach spot, you'll notice that it wears a hole a whole lot faster because that's what bleach is doing to the fabric. Generally, there are better ways to get stains out than bleach, but sometimes you just gotta do what you gotta do. Honestly, the one use of bleach that I can think of that I would want bleach around for is to kill things, kill microorganisms because it will destroy everything. Um, but that being said, I haven't really had to use bleach in a long time. Then there's things like OxyClean. It's an oxygenated bleach. It's pretty cool how it works. Um, it's a lot less harsh on your clothes. It works on colors. It works on whites. It works on everything. It's all in how the molecules interact. It's all chemistry, especially stain removers, all chemistry. Then your fabric softeners. Fabric softeners are amazing. They smell so good. This is what keeps your towels smelling fresh weeks later. But they do that by leaving gunk behind on your clothes. So if you've ever washed your towel with softener, it over time will actually decrease how much water it can absorb. I know it sounds counterintuitive because like the one thing I like to smell the most is my clean towels and I want them to smell clean. But fabric softener is also making it less absorbent. So it's not getting me as dry. It's crazy. I did not know this until I started using cloth diapers. And then I, I learned a lesson that like softeners make cloth diapers repel water. It's really fascinating. If you use fabric softeners, I would recommend pulling out your dryer, um, your lint trap on your dryer, pull that out, clean it out, get all the lint off of it and things like that. Looks clean, right? Take it to your sink and run water 
try to run water through it and you will generally end up with a puddle of water in it. It's crazy, but that's what fabric softeners do. They actually leave behind residue that can clog absorbing features of your clothes or towels or whatever. So use it if you like, but just know it's leaving stuff behind that can also decrease the absorbency of your fabrics. It can also cause things to look more muted. Um, it can cause things to look more dirty, that kind of thing. Speaking of that too, make sure you check your lint trap on the dryer because lint traps and dryers are actually super dangerous, okay? They actually cause a ton of house fires every year. You wanna make sure that your lint trap is being emptied every time that you go to use it, especially if you use like college dorm laundry rooms or going to a laundromat, things like that. Check the lint traps because they're probably full. Your clothes will get drier faster, which means you're saving money if you're paying for that dryer. Um, if the air can circulate and flow better and clogged lint trap will happen and we'll slow that down. Not only that, but like I said, in your house, it causes fires. Also, you need to check like once a year, the hose that runs from the back of your dryer into the dryer vent, clear that out. You can just pull it off. Usually there's like little clampy ring things. And then you can also find dryer vent cleaners that will run through your dryer vent. Or if it's really short, you can just shove a stick in there and stuff like that. And you want to kind of get this, the gunk and the extra lint out. There's also a way I saw a video of like you pull off the back of the dryer and you pull off the dryer vent thing that runs in the back of the dryer and you can clean it out, all this stuff. Just be aware that you should be checking your dryer and the dryer vent to make sure that you're not setting things on fire, especially if you use fabric softener because it clogs things up and the air can't flow as well. To clean your dryer lint trap, you just pull it out, get some soapy water. You want soap because it's it's not hydrophobic. The water, the fabric softener is. And so that soap is using that polar bond. Look at that chemistry coming into play again to clean off the excess residue from your fabric softener. You should do this even if you don't use fabric softener, just in case things on your clothes over time, but you probably don't have to do it as often. But get a scrub brush, get that soapy water, soak it, like dunk it in it and scrub it and then let it completely dry and then put it back in your dryer and use it again. Now, drying clothes. If in doubt, just hang dry it. Hanging your clothes to dry has never hurt any clothes unless it says lay it flat. But air drying, sun drying, line drying, all of those cost no energy, cost no money if you're using dryers that you have to pay for. I used to hang them in my room. I had like a rope that I hung between my wardrobe and my college roommate's wardrobe. And I also got skirt hangers, which are really awesome and cool if you ever see them in the store. And I could hang a bunch of things on them all at once. And I would hang my clothes because I had to pay for the dryer and I was too cheap to do it. Some knits and things that stretch like sweaters and stuff, you do need to lay them flat. If you hang them up on a hanger, oh, that's your other trick. Hang them on a hanger and then hang them up to dry and they're already on hangers to hang in your closet. But if you hang a sweater, usually you get like stretch marks in your shoulders and stuff. Lay them flat, lay them out across something, drape them over something. Back in the day, I used to take a hanger and stick it through the hanger and then let it hang. So that way it wasn't hanging on the hanger to stretch out the shoulders, but it was kind of, it would stretch out the middle, I guess, if that makes any sense. Dryer temperatures matter. Check your dryer. Older dryers especially tend to get super duper hot on high heat. You will melt your clothes kind of thing. Now I'm not saying you're like gonna open it and suddenly there's gonna be a big puddle of goo, no. But like if you have screen printing done on your shirt and things of that nature, you're going to notice that it cracks a lot faster if you're drying them in a dryer, especially on high heat, things of that nature. 
you want to make sure like the acrylic sweaters I mentioned earlier probably not want to go in the dryer because it can melt it that kind of stuff so double check your dryer temperatures and like I said if in doubt just hang it up you can use the air dry feature on your dryer but it's literally just running them through the air that's in your house it's not trying to heat it or it shouldn't be unless something's up with your dryer on the flip side older dryers also run into the issue that they don't heat the air like they used to and so then it takes forever and it's just not as efficient and it's going to cost you money especially if you're paying for it but either way you're probably paying for the electricity to run the dryer or you're going to be paying to use the dryer or for a few of you, you might actually still have gas dryers, which are a thing, but then you're still paying for the gas. Thank you for listening and make sure you follow me on Instagram and share with all of your friends. Thanks.